Hey, what's good with it, y'all? It's Logan. I got my boy Elijah here. What's up, y'all? I'm super excited to be back. Yes, sir. And just like last week, we're going to hit y'all with some reviews. And then we got a fun draft picked out for y'all after we finish up the reviews. Um, we were going to do something involving Drake, but being that he pushed back his album a little bit more, we're going to push that back until the week that it's supposed to be released so that it's a little bit more relevant. All right? Yeah, hopefully he does release it. Yeah, facts. Fingers crossed. That being said, we had four albums that dropped this week we want to talk about, and we'll get right into it. I will kick us off with Nas's Magic 3. Uh, I think that the name Nas speaks for itself. I'm not going to give too much of a background into him. Obviously, he's one of the GOATs. Um, he is. This is the sixth album in a saga of albums he has dropped with Hit Boy, which include the King's Disease trilogy and now the completed Magic trilogy. I guess he could always hit us with a Magic 4, but based on the way this album ended, it sounded like this is kind of the end of their working together. Eh, a little bit of an open door left for that, but it seems like this should be where they kind of split ways for a little bit and go their own paths. Um, my one fear going into this album is that he's been dropping a lot of music really fast lately, and that Magic 2 just didn't stand up to the test of the other King's Disease albums and Magic 1. Um, that being said, the first track I heard on this just told me right away this is going to be a step up for Magic 2. He's more aggressive, he seems more focused on his bars. Of course, Hit Boy always hits us with the good production, so I wasn't afraid of that at all. Um, but yeah, overall, right away, he establishes the tone. This is going to be a step up. You're going to enjoy this a lot more. This is Nas coming hungry, which is fun to see from an artist in his 29th active year in his rapping career. That is a lot of fun to see. Um, wow. <laughs> do I think that... Right? 1994 to 2023, man. Um, do I think that this album is going to blow you away? No. It's a, it's a, no one's going to claim that this is Nas's best album. I mean, his best work was in the 90s, the early 2000s. Now he's just having fun. He's not doing anything to raise his goat case. He's just showing you that he's still got it, and by God, he's still got it. Um, I really enjoy the fact that he's coming with a more aggressive flow, with more bars over, again, the sweet production of Hip Boy. But I also enjoy the fact that he adds in some storytelling elements on there. Um, I really enjoy... The fact that he brought in Lil Wayne on a feature. Of course, we love seeing two goats work together. And overall, I just enjoy the fact that this is a good, cohesive, 45-minute tr- uh, album of a artist working with a producer. They both enjoy working together. And again, at the end, he kind of leaves the door open for more to ha- more to be done. But overall, I do think this is a, clo- a closing chapter in their story together. I think it's a good way to close it. Again, not Nas's best album. No one's going to claim that, but I do really enjoy it, and I think that you would enjoy it as well if you are a Nas fan. Yeah, so um, <clears throat> Logan really hit the uh, nail on the head there uh, with everything, really. Um, best thing I can really add is just kind of going off, you know, how Logan said 29 years in the game. I mean, he's 29 years in the game and still going strong you know like he's still out here making good quality music and that's always a great thing to see with goats i mean we see a lot of the goats aren't even releasing music anymore like you know jay-z still not really dropping music uh kanye if is not really dropping music honestly but yeah. it's good to see nas is active not only just active but still dropping and you know you can debate whether magic 2 was really bad or good whatever you, the case but the fact of the matter is if five of the past six albums were good that's still a good sign, you know? Um, and 
I really like that he added, like, as Logan said, I'm, I'm a big fan of Lil Wayne. I love seeing Lil Wayne features. I love seeing two goats like Logan said, like Nas and Lil Wayne working together because you just don't see that every day. I mean, it's just not something that happens a lot. So it's nice to get them, get them. And um, it's just nice to see, like I said, to see someone who I grew up listening to. I mean, um, you know, he started, he came out of the game before I was even born, but I grew up listening to him because my dad listened to him. So it was good to see him still, still going strong, even, even today. And not just going strong, but fitting in with music of today. Like his, his style has been adapted to kind of like, he still has his, his Nas flow, but it works with today's music. And I really love, love all that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, man. All right. So what you got for us, Elijah? Well, since we're talking about today's music, let's talk about probably one of the bigger artists uh, we have today. Um, kind of a relatively new artist, but he's kind of taken over the world. In the, not in the world, but like definitely taken over like hip hop in a way. Um, we have Rod Wave. Um, I tell you what, my, my high school my high school kids love him. <laughs> Listen, I'm a big Rod Wave fan. Him. Praise him. I'm a, they, think, they think he's the GOAT, I think. And you know what? I'm not going to go that far, but I, I can understand why they really like him. Um, you know, we talked about, uh, I think it was not last week, but the week before, we talked about how Kanye started the whole emo rap phase um, and how people like Rod Wave took Im- influence directly from Ada Waste and Heartbreak. Well, yep. Rod Wave is still Rod Wave. <laughs> um, we're specifically talking about this album. I mean, honestly, it's not much different than his other previous albums. And I mean that in a great way. Like, he's still keeping the momentum. He's not doing anything different, but the momentum is still there um, from when he first dropped to now. Um, I, I know that some people may not like this style of music. His style of music is kind of hit or miss for some people. And for me, I really enjoy it. I mean, I love the singing, rapping. Um, I think he's a very good singer along with being able to rap it, uh, mixing in with rap as well. Um, and this album is just another very, very, very good example of what he's able to do with his voice specifically. He's very, he's, one very talented vocally i don't think people give him credit for that but he's very vocally talented and i really like that he's able to flip samples like he has that paramore sample um cannot remember the 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 song the name of the song of the album but i know he sampled paramore and Um, you know i I logan may disagree logan may disagree with me on this but i think he did a good job with his voice on that it may not be the best combination um but i personally really like that one Did you find the you find song? <laughs> um, yeah, other yeah, than it that, was, it was it was crazy. Sorry, you you were kind of lagging there. We got some uh, internet connection t- issues, but we're good. Uh, it was okay. crazy. The song on his album, and he was sampling "Ain't It Fun" by Paramore. Yep. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, so that that song, um, you know, you can hear it immediately once this plays. You hear you hear the sample. You hear you hear the Paramore vibes. Um, and he's been big on sampling just big artist songs and flipping them. Um, you can debate whether they're flipped good or not, but the talent to be able to make all these songs and be able to still be, you know, getting to the level he is, I'm a big Rod Wave fan. Um, and this album didn't do anything to change my opinion on him, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, now that his positivity is over with, let me get into talking about this album. Um, so... It's just about an hour long. 
Which is what you would expect from a Rod Wave album. I really, I, I am with him. I've enjoyed Rod Wave up to this point. I think my favorite album by him has by far been Soulfly. That was probably his most heartfelt and soul-touching, no pun intended, album. Um, mm-hmm. But overall, the biggest complaint about him has been that a lot of his music sounds the same. And it does. It's just a matter of when do you get to that point that it's too much, that it's too repetitive. When do you get to that point? Well, I hit that point on this album, all right? I don't hate this album by any means. I just think it's too repetitive. And if you check our Instagram page, you can even see, I posted up there, how do you people get so excited for someone to drop the same album every year? That is how I felt about this album. I saw a review online that called this Rod Wave, Control-C, Control-V, the album. And that is accurate if I've ever heard it. Okay, again, I enjoy the slower songs, the singing, rapping sound. I enjoy all of that. But it, at, at some point it gets to be too much and it doesn't sound inspired anymore. It just sounds like cash and checks. Mm-hmm. Um, I do really enjoy the 21 Savage feature, fat, Savage feature on here. And I, like I said, not every single song's bad. Not, 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 I don't even know that I would say any of the songs are bad. I do think that Crazy, the one that flips the um, Paramore sample, is pretty bad. That is a very energetic song, and he sucked all the energy out of it and just made me kind of depressed. I think the <laughs> biggest thing that I have to say about this album is I almost fell asleep listening to it because I was bored. Again, I like Rod Wave. Mm-hmm. I will go back and listen to Soulfly any day, but I just don't have the energy to keep going through new music if he's going to keep repeating the same thing he's doing. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is one of the worst albums of the year. Maybe maybe, maybe by the end of the year I will. I don't know. It's just, again, it's not very inspired. It's very repetitive. It's very, this is what makes me money. I'm going to do it again. You know? That's what I got out of it. And I kind of, I'll kind of close it up with this, because um, I was being very positive. But in all honesty, this is one of those albums where if you're a huge Rod Wave fan, this doesn't change anything for you. This album, this album doesn't change your opinion of him um, at all. If you're a Rod Wave hater, same thing. This album's actually more fuel for your fire, I guess, if you if you want to put it that way. Um, so, I, if I was just talking about this album, this album isn't really anything special. Like I said earlier, like I'm, I'm, I like Rod Wave. I like this album because I like Rod Wave. But this album itself doesn't really do much for him, in my opinion, because it's just the same thing. Like, like Logan said, it's just basically copy paste, um, and copy paste worse because, like I said, Soulfly is definitely my favorite of his albums, and this one is just a worse, way worse version of Soulfly. For keeping it real, but, yeah. but again, I still like Rod Wave. I still think this is still him showing his skill just could have done better maybe change something up yeah i agree with that i definitely agree with that um that being said i think we've given enough attention to that repetitive album let's move on to (laughs) my review of vic mensa's victor short sweet review not much to say about it I'm not going to go so far as to say I'm a big Vic Mensa fan or anything, but I have always enjoyed his music and had a soft spot for his music. I think that at times he has been underrated in his career, and this is another example of that in my opinion. Agreed. Um, 
Is it the best? Is it going to be the best album of the year? No. It's probably going to get somewhere lost in the fold there, but I do think that it is an album that you can go to at any point and enjoy. Um, and I think you can hear a lot of different facets of what makes up a talented hip-hop artist. Um, it's a lot of fun to listen to. Vic Mensa has a more aggressive sound, so you're going to be able to get through it easily. Um, he has some really good flows. He has very underrated lyricism, in my opinion. Again, not the best, not to the level of a Nas, but I do think it's very underrated. And he picked some very solid features throughout here. The only feature that I really kind of wish wasn't on this album was the Jay Electronica feature. No hating on Jay Electronica. It's just, again, he's gotten to the point in his career where most of his feature verses sound about the same. And mm -hmm. we just kind of get tired of hearing a little bit of his negativity, if I'm being totally honest. Um, but I'm not going to let that take away from what Vic Mensa did on this project. I mean... He had a solid hook feature by G-Eazy where Chance the Rapper came out rapping about as aggressive as I've ever heard him. Um, mm -hmm. Kind of got me a little hyped for any new Chance the Rapper music that we could be getting, despite the fact that his last album was awful. Um, <laughs> but he also hit us with a Thundercat feature. That's a lot of fun. He hit us with a Common feature. Um, we got D-Smoke on a song. And not only that, the end-all be-all of what makes a good album, if you have this artist on a feature... It's going to be a good album. The best rapper from North Carolina, he got Rhapsody on a song. I don't want to hear any J. Cole talk. Rhapsody's the best <laughs> rapper from here. Um, I love J. Cole. No, no hate. Uh, but really, I really enjoyed this album. I, again, I think it'll probably end up getting lost in the fold of like, uh, it's probably not making anyone's top 10 of end of the year list. But it is really good. It is really worth listening to. I really enjoyed it. And it's just, it's fun to listen to, you know? It's got some deeper tracks on here. It's got some fun to be had on other tracks. I just think you'll find something to enjoy out of it. Yeah, um, I, I I really like Vic, Vic Mensa. Um, honestly, I remember back in high school, specifically, Vic Mensa was one of the, uh, um, he was up and coming at that point. I um, mean, he was one of those up and coming rappers that I was really getting into. You know, he was, he was doing some stuff with Kanye. Um, and you know, he's from Chicago and you know, around that time we had chief Keith coming out. So like Chicago was kind of like the spot for, for a few years where rappers were coming out. And I really liked his sound coming out of Chicago at that point in time. Um, and I think that he's shown a lot of really positive and great growth throughout his career from, you know, where he, for he, where he was to where he yeah. is now. Um, and just kind of like what Logan said, this is definitely an album that, like, I'm going to be honest, just because he's the type of artist he is, he's mainstream, technically, but he's not, like, super well-known, I'd say, or, like, or at least, I wouldn't even say super well-known, he's just not super, like, popular, put it that way. Um, so this is probably an album that's going to get, like Logan said, lost in the fold, but I think that's not, and that's not because this album deserves to be lost in the fold, Does that make sense. Um, I really enjoyed this album, I think the beat selection was great, again. Um, I really, do, I really do like him. Um, I like his style changes on all the songs. I like all the all the features were great in my opinion. Um, I really, really, really loved the Chance and G Easy song. Um, surprisingly, so I was not like when I when I was listening to it, I didn't even realize Chance was on it until I heard his signature, like his his voice, obviously. Um, but like when he started rapping, I was like, I was like, okay, Vic, Vic's going in, and then I heard uh, it was something he said. And I heard Chance's voice. I was like, wait, that's Chance the Rapper? So, you know, it's very nice to see that Vic is not only um, still making good quality music. I mean, I feel like I'm copying what I said from Nas, but like, I feel like what I'm trying to say here is I'm, I'm, 
happy to see that somebody that I really liked back in high school, I can still enjoy it the same, but for different reasons, if that makes sense. And um, I think one of the main things I really like about this album is just um, the fact that it's not, it's very, it flows well together, but he has different styles on it. And I really enjoy that. I really like that. You get, you get to see kind of his, uh, his versatility. Um, like Logan said, he has those, he has those songs that's very lyrical, very deep. And he has those songs that are just fun, you know, something you could probably hear somebody mixing up into a, mixing up with another song in a club and, you know, you'd be, you'd be really feeling it if you were actually dancing and having fun there. So, um, this is, this is an album that, um, like Logan said, may get lost in the fold, but honestly, this is a sleeper album, in my opinion, to be a top 30 <laughs> album of the yeah. year. Yeah. Real, realistically. I absolutely agree with that. Absolutely agree. Really enjoyable. Last but not least, you hit mm-hmm. us up with this one, Elijah. All right. So we're going to be talking about Puff Daddy, P. Diddy. Um, you know, uh, just, uh, I mean, that doesn't, shouldn't be too much background needs to be said on him, but, you know, if you know who Puff Daddy is, you know, he's been in the game for a while, too, probably about as long as Nas, you know, at this point. Um, and so what's very interesting about this album specifically, this album is it's a huge album. It's 26 songs. It's a very, um, very big, bloated album, if I'm being honest. Um, I, <laughs> I'm going to just say this. Um, I like the individual, some of the individual songs off this album. Um, let me tell you some of the specific songs I like. But at the album as a whole, well, look that up. The album as a whole, it was not something that, it's not something that I would say is, <sighs> it's not something I'd say is worth um, putting in the top 50 even, honestly. It's just great album, great features, or not great album, but great features. Um, but the album as a whole just falls short because they don't, a lot of the songs just aren't cohesive. Um, I will say he got a very great Summer Walker feature. I like songs Stay Long and then It Belongs to You. I think those were amazingly, um, I don't know if you remember those, Logan, but those two songs, Stay Long and It Belongs to You, they flowed into each other so well. I actually really liked that one. Um, I think that was a great, um, that was one of the high, that was a high point of the album, honestly. The fact that those two songs flowed well together. Um, of course, he had Ty Dolla Sign on a couple of songs. Those are always, you know, Ty Dolla Sign is always a great feature artist. Um, I like that he had a Justin Bieber song. Justin Bieber sounded great. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Then he had Sway. Then he had Sway Lee on um, Tough Love. Actually, Tough Love, Stay Stay Long, and It Belongs to You. Probably the highlight for me. Um, yeah. Again, great features. Diddy himself. I mean, he's not really like yeah, he's an artist, but he's not really like the type of artist that you should really be checking for. Like, oh, is his bars? Is he you know whatever? He's that's not his game, which is fine. Um, yeah. It used to I be actually, when, he, when he was mm-hmm. just starting. <laughs> oh, I kind of lost you there. Did you? What did you say? No, I said he. I said he used to be someone that you would check for. Um, yeah. When he first started making music. But yeah, yeah, but but at this point, at this point in his career, nah, that's just not his thing. Um, I'll say that. Um, I think this song could, this album could have benefited from just more cohesion. This album probably could have benefited from being split into two separate albums, honestly. Um, and that may have actually made the album a lot better, if we're being honest. Like, if it was just two separate albums. Um, he even has an intermission B, which is the 11th song of the album, right before the Justin Bieber song, that, like, clearly sets the tone for the second part of the album. So it's, like, it's clear that it could have been uh, part one, part two, or, like, you know, whatever. However you want to do two separate albums. But, um... 
I'm not a big fan of artists doing albums like that. I don't think there's really been too many really successful albums that have been like part one, part two in the same album, um, especially not recently. Maybe in the past, of course, but recently there just has not been a lot of those really successful albums like that. Um, and yeah, um, I texted Logan this when I was listening to the album that I, it sounded like um, it sounded like I told him it sounded like DJ Khaled, except slightly better. Um that's not necessarily a compliment. <laughs> like that's yeah. the, this is just after listening to it a few times, I realized that I I I like the songs, but the album is just just wasn't it for me. Yeah, yeah, and I'm kind of right there with you, except I think I think I enjoyed the songs a little bit less. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the songs that you mentioned. Plus, I enjoyed mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you mentioned another one of me featuring the weekend and Twenty One. Mm, that was also a good song. French Montana too, but not as much worth mentioning. French Montana. Um, I enjoy hearing <laughs> them two on a song together again. Um, from what I saw online, apparently this is the weekend's last time being featured on a track, at least under the alias The Weekend. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a big step. That's sad, kind of a sad day. Um, it is, yeah. But I, I did enjoy that feature. But overall, I mean, again, just like the Rod Wave feature, this not features album, this. The album almost put me to sleep. Um, I read a lot online about how this album was supposed to be like Diddy stepping in and quote unquote saving the R&B industry. That wasn't his real intent, but that was kind of the thought behind it. Just creating a compilation album of R&B artists to prop up the industry. Mm-hmm. But what he ended up doing was a DJ Khaled project, basically. He got the biggest names rather than... Go- if he really wanted to prop it up, he should have gotten smaller-named artists who really cared. Instead, he got bigger names just to carry the album on names alone. Mm-hmm. And the individual parts, in this case, were greater than the, than the overall sum. I think that, I mean, this album was very directionless. It was very generic. Mm-hmm. Some gems spread out here and there, but overall, I do not think that this project is worth listening to in all, in all honesty <laughs> pick the artist that you enjoy mm-hmm. and beyond that don't listen to it it's nothing special i honestly i'd say this is one of those albums where like i will pick individual songs like um like i would take individual songs off this album and put them together and make my own album and probably enjoy that more than this album is actually presented as um like Logan said, there's a lot of big names on here, but um, as we learn with DJ Khaled, just because there's a bunch of big names does not mean the music is going to be great, or does not mean the music itself is going to sound good all together, I should say. Sometimes, yeah. it's just like a, a, a movie. Sometimes throwing a bunch of big names on the screen does not make for a good project, put it that way. Amen. Amen. Yeah, that's all the attention I want to give that one. Um, <laughs> if you don't have anything else to say, Elijah, we can move on to our draft. Um, I, I do want to comment on the um, R&B thing. I don't understand. Um, I don't know. So did, did he himself say that he was trying to save R&B by this, with his album? Or is that just something that somebody was um, saying that he they think he was trying to do? It, it was... Um, it's not specifically something he said. It was mm-hmm. just kind of, like I said, the idea behind the project. Like, he knew it was something that kind of needed to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and he disagreed with the idea of a rapper stepping in to do it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that was kind of a goal of the album, I guess. It's kind of hard to describe. 
that was just something I read in one of the online reviews um, mm-hmm. that cited little bits of where that was one of the ideas behind the project anyways. Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think that this album did anything really for R&B, if I'm being honest. I mean, I, I don't yeah. think if you're trying to improve a genre of music, in my opinion, it does it never really helps to take the biggest artists from that genre, the most well-known, and put them all on the album. Because all that does is just allow people to look for who they want to listen to, rather than putting some note names. Like, I I, I do like that he had Jazzy, um on a couple of songs. He had a couple of songs with artists that, were, uh, that aren't very well-known, and uh, those are actually very enjoyable songs. But um, the last thing I basically want to say about this album, if his goal was to do that, he should have, like Logan said, he should have taken low, uh, artists that, it didn't have to be artists that are like no names. He could have taken somebody like Givian. He could have taken someone like Ari Lennox. He could have taken someone like, um, you know, Cy Ari the Kid. Um, he could have taken someone like even, I mean, you know, he could have taken Sampa. Sampa's always a great one to have. Oh, <laughs> um, man. Yeah, you know, this album was definitely missing Sampa. That's a good point. I mean, there, there's just a a bunch of other artists that are that you know are still well known that he could have put on here that may not be as big name as some of the artists he put on here, and that probably would have been better, honestly, because it they would have cared more, like you said. Um, yeah, I think I think feature, right. So yeah, no, I really think it could have been a lot better if he took the time to actually put the right um, people on this album. Put it that way. Yeah, I agree. That being said. That's our reviews for this week. Um, let us know what you thought about these albums. Don't hate on us too much for my opinion on the Rod Wave <laughs> album. Again, I don't hate Rod Wave. He's not as good as you high schoolers act like he is, but I don't hate him. Um, <laughs> he's just very repetitive. Um, that being said, let's get into it with our draft. I'll go over the rules. Elijah will get the first pick because I had the first pick last week, and hopefully we won't have too many technical difficulties because that could definitely drag down the overall result of this draft. Um, But the idea behind this draft is sequel albums. Everyone knows about sequel albums. We kind of got this idea based on Nas dropping Magic 3. But anyways, the gist of this draft is that you have to pick the best sequel album that you can think of. Um, You cannot take the original so, for example, since neither one of us is probably going to take one of these six Nas albums, we could not take King's Disease or Magic, but we could take King's Disease 2 or 3 or Magic 2 or 3. Um, the other caveat to that, once an album is drafted from a series, that entire series disappears. So if I took Magic 3, neither of us could take Magic 2. If I took King's Disease 2, neither of us could take King's Disease 3. It's gone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can only take one album from that series. That being said, the rules have been laid out. Elijah, you have the first overall pick. Um, we have six rounds. Um, the idea is to take six rap albums, but not all six of them don't have to be rap albums. And then at the end, we are both taking one absolutely has to be non-hip-hop album as a seventh pick, if you will. So that being said, Elijah... Let us go through your thought process of this first overall pick. And we are doing a snake draft, by the way, just to lay that out there. Yeah, so um, last time we did draft, Logan had the first pick, and he mentioned how, like, it's kind of, like, stressful in a way because it's like you, you got to set the tone and you got to make the right choice. Yeah. And yeah. my and thought so process is quick, mm-hmm. quick, quick thing. Since he brought up the last draft, the results are in. I did win. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> this is it's, it's kind of stressful, you know, because it's like I gotta I gotta set the tone and I gotta make the right one of the right picks because if I don't, 
then you know I could lose. Obviously. Um, that being said, that being said, this that does not make this any easier. I have a bunch of different options, a bunch of different ideas going in my head. Um, and it's it's this is one of those times where it's like less about like necessarily who you take. What you take first is what you knock off the list for the other person. If that makes sense. Um, so I have really two people in mind, um, two albums, but I'm going to go with this cause I just want to take this off the list. I'm going to go with the Carter three. Did you hear what I said? You got to pay for better Wi-Fi, bro. What'd you say? Oh my God. I don't know what's going on today. <laughs> I said the Carter three. Okay, okay. I knew it was going to be between um, two albums, which means that I'm going to take the other one, and I'm going to take... I'm writing down the results, by the way. So I'll take the Carter series off, and with my first pick, and I get two picks in a row, I am going to take Graduation by Kanye. Fair, fair. So the college series is out of the way as well, and then I get another pick back-to-back... And with my second pick, I'm going to take one that I think a lot of people online are going to love. And even the people who hate this artist love this album, I think. I'm taking the first Marshall Mathers LP because it is considered a sequel to the Slim Shady LP. Okay. Okay. That's a good one. Prime Eminem, best Eminem album, and... Again, graduation. Not the best Kanye album. You can make an argument, maybe it is, but you have the Carter Three. I got graduation and MMLP. All right. So my next pick. This one. This may surprise you, but this is the one that that um I didn't realize was, but it counts. I'm taking Dirty Sprite Two by Future. Yep. Yep. I had that on my list. I and I mean, you that. should. I should have known. Should have known because it's Dirty Sprite Two, obviously. But nobody thinks about it being like the second part because it out- completely outshines the first one. But yeah. I'm taking that because I'm appealing to the fans. <laughs> um, and now yeah. for my next pick. Um, this is where it gets a little tough because I have two people in mind. Um, okay. But I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with um, The Hard Knock Life by Jay-Z. The okay. second one. So, yeah, Blueprint 2. No, sorry. <laughs> volume 2. Volume 2. Yes, Volume 2. Yes. Yep. Okay, that's funny. I, I had I had Blueprint two on here, but I didn't have the Volume series. I guess that's that shows which one I'm more of a fan of. Good pick though. Fair Good enough. Pick. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um. All right. Well, you mm, you took Volume two, which means I get exactly what I wanted. I'm taking 2001: The Chronic by Dr. Dre. Fair, fair. I was thinking about that one too. And after that, I am taking the sequel to arguably the greatest album of all time. Give me Stillmatic, the sequel to Illmatic. Damn, man, I was hope. I, you know, I should have known you wouldn't let that fall too much further, but I was hoping that maybe the, I could the slip idea that. Of this draft came from Nas. I wasn't letting that. Fly. <laughs> All right, so we both have. We have three picks, or do you have four and a half? I have, I have four. You have three. Okay, so I have two more. Um, not three more, but two back to back. Um, yep. Damn. So, I'm going to go with something that people this, people may question this one, but if you haven't listened to this album, then you need to listen to this album. I'm going with the documentary, too. 
by the game. Okay, that was on my that, that was on my list. I can't say it would have been my next pick, but I really respect that. Um, definitely pales in comparison to the first documentary, but definitely lives up to it at the same time. Exactly, know? it's one of those rare ones where like the first one's definitely better, but like yeah. it's you know it's right there. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you this: Which is better, the documentary two or the documentary two point five? I enjoy two point five more, but okay. um, but you're you drafting know, two. I'm drafting two, but I enjoy two point five more. Okay, I enjoy that one more. I, I I think two might be more popular with other people. Like people might like that one more, but I think two point five was a little bit better. But I'll stick with two just for that. Um, and then my next album. This is where it gets a little tough, because you know we got, we got some albums taken off the board already. Um, mm-hmm. Now we didn't say this in the rule. Can we take the same artist if we really wanted to, as long as they have it's not the same se- sequel, just same artist? Or yes, yes, you can do that. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with the Blueprint too. Okay. I respect that. That leaves me with my last two hip-hop picks mm-hmm. and you know what looking at my list I see a serious lack of trap music so I'm taking Savage Mode 2 oh okay wow fair enough fair enough that's a great pick wow I have nothing else to say other than that was a great pick. Wow. <laughs> yep. um, and now for my last hip-hop pick, I'm torn between two. I'm not going to say what the one I didn't pick was until I know what you are picking. Um, mm-hmm. I'm picking my personal favorite over what I think maybe more of the fans would enjoy. I am taking Run the Jewels 4. Okay. Okay, that's a fair, that's a fair, that's a really good one. Whew. All right, so I got to end this one. Well, no, you end it, but I have to take one more. Yeah. Um, damn. One more oh, we, album. we really kind of said a lot of really great ones, so it's kind of hard to, like, yeah. come up with one. Um, I'm going to say Man on the Moon 2. Okay. I was waiting for a Man on the Moon album to get drafted. So that yep. ends the hip-hop aspect of this one. Just for the record, I want to throw out the album I was talking about that I wanted to draft, um, but I decided to go with RTJ4. Uh, I wanted to take Saturation 3 by um, Brockhampton. I know there's a lot of Brockhampton fans out there, and that's my personal favorite of that those three. But also left on the board, we had um, any of the Thug Motivation series by Jeezy, um, and one of my personal favorites, Visions of Bodies Being Burned, part of the clipping um, um sequel to um their existence in addiction to blood it's funny that you said thug one of was still on the, on the board because i was going back and forth if i wanted to take that one or if i wanted to take it cuddy for my last pick i was going to pick up uh, yeah. the second the second one um or 102 i should say um i was going to pick thug yeah. one of 102 if i was going to yeah. choose one um but it's great to see I that that was on there yeah yeah so, before we get into our non-hip-hop picks, let's go down the list. we got Elijah with the Carter 3, DS2, Jay-Z's Volume 2, um, mm-hmm. The Game's Documentary 2, Jay-Z's Blueprint 2, and Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon 2. 
Then we got me hitting us with Kanye's graduation, Eminem's Marshall Mathers LP, Dre's 2001, Nas's Stillmatic, um, 21 Savage and Metro Boomin's Savage Mode 2, and Run the Jewels 4. Um, that being said, we still have one more pick. Elijah, you go first. What is your non-hip-hop choice? I'm going to take... So... This is tough. I'm I'm just gonna be honest. Um, you you kind of inspired me with this one. Um, it's hard because this is such a such a weird one to try to pick. It's like which one do you like the best? But I'm gonna take <sighs> Echoes of Silence. Echoes of take Silence that. by the Weekend. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take that one. Um, yes, you go ahead and take your pick, and then I'll kind of explain my my thought process there. Well. Let me say, I did I did want to take one of those, but there was an obvious non-hip-hop one I wanted to take. Um, mm-hmm. if, if House of Balloons was available, I would have taken that, I think, just because of personal preference. But again, that was the first of the trilogy, so that was not an option to begin with. So that being said, mm-hmm. you can tell on here which one of the two of us listens to more classic rock. And I'm taking Led Zeppelin 4 by Led Zeppelin as my choice. One of the greatest albums of all time and one of the greatest album series of all time. Stairway to Heaven, Black Dog, classic album by one of the greatest bands of all time. Can't, can't disagree with you on that. Um, you know, I think I, think I pretty much said it. Uh, when we first started this podcast, he, you know, Logan's gonna have me in classic rock. He just he just knows more than that, more of that. That's why this non hip hop one was gonna be a little bit more difficult for me because I didn't really know too many classic rock albums off the top of my head. I didn't know too many like just I definitely didn't know any other sequel albums. I was um you know I was yeah. thinking about Michael Jackson. I tried my best to see if there was any way I could fit Michael Jackson on here, but <laughs> it wasn't working. Yeah. So uh, Logan yeah. mentioned no, you know no go ahead go ahead. Yeah, so sequel, sequel albums are definitely a hip-hop heavy thing. There's not many other genres that have that that much. A little bit in rock here and there, a little bit of, uh, in metal here and there. R&B, it's not that big of a thing. So it really is a hip-hop thing, and I think that was born a lot out of the mixtape era. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I don't know, I guess hip-hop is just a really storytelling genre I, you probably have it somewhere in the country genre again i'm not deep deep enough into that that's a very storytelling genre you probably have mm-hmm. it somewhere in there but it's very heavy in hip-hop so that non-hip-hop ch- choice was very hard and also i mm-hmm. just saw it as an easy way to steal the draft because i knew there's no way you'd think of led zeppelin yeah exactly no no way in hell <laughs> um but I will say that, um, you know, it, it, sequel albums are definitely huge in hip hop. They're also pretty big in R&B. There's a lot of R&B. Um, I mean, I could have said confessions, honestly, <laughs> if you're being honest. But, um, you know, there's a lot of R&B ones as well. Um, so I, I, I want to say that, you know, we're, we're talking about sequel albums. You, you got to really think about, like, like Logan said, it's, it's more of a storytelling aspect to having a sequel album. Um because it has to flow, it has to sound similar, and they have to kind of fit with one another, and it's kind of hard to get that balance um, in a lot of other genres that aren't hip-hop, because, you know, hip-hop just kind of leans more towards that. Um, like Logan said, country probably also can fit that, you know, because very storytelling yeah. country, but, like, uh, to be honest, I, pff, hey, I, I, I don't know any country albums off the top of my head. I cannot tell you a single country album off yeah. the top of my head. So yeah. I definitely wouldn't have said anything like that. The other important thing on this, we tried to draft the strongest. There are plenty of examples where there was a sequel album and it sucked compared to the original. Or mm-hmm. 
that the entire series just sucked. Like, for example, Bobby Tarantino by Logic. The first one's okay, and then the rest of them kind of suck. Um, uh, you have other examples where the first one's good, and the rest of them suck. Um, I'm not going to say, like, for example, MMLP2 doesn't suck, but it pales in comparison to the first Mar the Ma Marshall Mathers LP, so... Um, again, I really enjoy that project, but definitely not as good. You have other examples, like in pop music, you have um, Folklore and Evermore by Taylor Swift. You have The 2020 Experience by Justin Timberlake. Um, but again, I feel very confident about the picks that we made being included. There are plenty of other examples you could tell us that we probably either didn't think about or we just don't mm -hmm. think they're that strong. Exactly. Again, we tried our best. Like the Carter Three, it's hard to argue that that's not the best album in that series. Marshall Mathers LP, most people would say is better than Slim Shady LP. No one's saying right. Stillmatic is better than Illmatic, but it is still very strong. So that was kind of our goal here, was to take the strongest that we could. Yeah, and I mean, I think that we did a pretty solid job for the most part. Obviously, you guys probably have some some that we didn't even think about. And if you have some, we would definitely love yeah. to hear it, Um, see what you guys think. I and mean, if you guys want to kind of give us your list, give us six albums that you think yeah. would fit as well, you know, see how see how yeah. they compare to ours. Um, I will say that one of the hardest parts about this was finding, um, not just finding albums that were sequels, but actually finding albums that were, like Logan said, like that, it wasn't just the first album being super strong and the rest are just trash because there's plenty of examples where somebody starts off a, a, a trilogy or a sequel or whatever and the first album's amazing, the next are just trash. And if we're not drafting that first album, it's kind of like, should I even bring it in there, you know? Um, yeah. So, you know, I, I, I'm I not sure. Honestly, this one, I feel like this is probably, hopefully this one be a little bit closer than the last time. I'm sure Logan won on the last landslide last time. I think yeah. this one... Um, I think we both had some really good picks. I think that, you know, um, I, I will admit Logan kind of stole Stillmatic from me. I kind of gave it to him, but, you know, he, he definitely got that one. Um, but I think that this was a really fun one to do, and I, I really found it kind of challenging in a way because it forced us to think, um, at least from my opinion, it forced me to think more on the aspect of, like, okay, you know, what is a strong trilogy or sequel series i should say not just what is a good album series you know it's like what's strong and which one can i truly like pick and be like yeah this can stand on its own as a great album and i hope that you know i hope that i did a great job you guys tell me how we did though yeah yeah definitely we'll put it we'll put it up in a poll um just tell us what you think a little housekeeping i want to throw out there that um elisha asked me whether like let's say life after death would count as a sequel to ready to die we decided that that one wouldn't work same with dawn fm being a sequel to um after hours technically could they be considered sequels sure but we decided to err away from that because of the lack of an overall sound connection between them obviously some of the, these may not have the sound connection either but if they literally have the title number two three whatever then they count um, another example, I've got Malibu, the vinyl, sitting right here. Technically speaking, that's part of a four-part series with um, Venice and... Um, God, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but the four California City albums. I just, again, for the same reason, decided not to count that one because that absolutely would have made my list. That is one of my favorite albums of all time. Um, yeah, just a little housekeeping there, just so y'all know we're not leaving out some of the best albums ever because we're idiots. We left them out for a reason. <laughs> Trust me, I tried. I tried with Life After Death, and um, I tried with uh, Dawn FM and After Hours, but in the end, we just agree that 
like Logan said, they just didn't. They were thematically, they may have made sense, but the sound just wasn't there. Um, yeah. And you know, we 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 wanted to kind of stay true to like keeping it, keeping it a sequel series. You know. Yeah, we wanted to err on the side of caution in that in that case. So, that being said, that is all we got for y'all this time, man. I really enjoyed it. Um, I think I won. I think that we talked about some pretty good albums, and for the first time, honestly, this is the first time that we talked about some albums that we gen- genuinely did not like. Or at least I didn't like. Um, <laughs> most of the time, we've been very positive, so it's it's been different to try to bring out that negativity and talk about music that we just didn't enjoy. Um, because again, we try to be positive people. There's more fun to be had when you're enjoying music, but sometimes the music just isn't that good. So I hope you all enjoy these reviews. Um, I hope that the small internet connect- connectivity issues that we had didn't affect this episode too much. And I hope you all keep listening and join us on this next one. I hope you all like, share, comment, subscribe, rate, all those things on all the sites. Elijah. Give us your outro, man. Yeah, so I mean, Loki kind of stole my thunder there, but you know, just always follow, just always keep up with us. Um, just keep keep supporting us. We really appreciate the support. Um, really love when you guys interact with us and keeping um keeping it honest with us. I love that you guys, you know, spawning the poll sure Logan won. I kind of don't like that, but hey, you know, I'm glad that you guys actually participated and voted. So I would love it if you guys did the same thing here. Um, you know, whether you think I won, Logan won, I think this is one of the ones where we can both we can agree that we both picked some really good picks. So like, you know, um, but aside from that, we got some stuff, some good stuff cooking up for you soon. Um, yes, you know, we're 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 definitely coming out with some great ideas that I think you guys will enjoy, and um, just keep supporting us, man. We really appreciate it, and, and we really appreciate yeah. everything that you guys. Um, any way you guys want to support us, whether it's watching you watching this on YouTube if you really want to, or listening to Apple Music, Spotify, um, however you want to support us, we will we really appreciate that. Yeah, I got a couple more ideas cooking up for some TikTok, so I'm gonna try to start getting those out to y'all slowly. And most importantly, man, keep watching because eventually this would be great if we could make some money and get Elijah some better Wi-Fi, man. <laughs> yeah, call it call it GoFundMe. Give me some better Wi-Fi. I need that right now. <laughs> yes, sir. That being said, we will hit y'all up next week. Hopefully, we'll get some good albums as we get closer to this Drake release. Peace. Peace out, guys.